Welcome to the Somatic CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Marie Benoit. I'm an entrepreneurial risk taker, licensed clinical social worker, mother wound healer, and nervous system expert. Nothing lights my soul on fire like empowering female CEOs to break through glass ceilings rooted in their lineages. I guide online coaches, creatives, and service providers on how to optimize their nervous systems to achieve peak performance. We talk about connecting to the power of their bodies, nervous system regulation, mother and abandonment wounds, and how to eliminate limiting beliefs that prevent them from manifesting the life and biz of their dreams. It's a heaping of the woo any business built from survival needs to thrive. Here you will find guest experts and easy step-by-step actionable resources and strategies you can start incorporating in your entrepreneurial journey today. This is the Somatic CEO Podcast. Let's get started. Hello to my fellow CEOs. Hey there, it's Marie. Today I want to get into talking about effective communication. This is so vital in being an entrepreneur, in being a partner in a relationship, in being a mother, in just every aspect of life. We need to be able to communicate appropriately and skillfully with each other because when we do this, we are effectively able to have our needs met. So how does this relate to business? Well, let's talk about this. Every entrepreneur has value. We have value offerings. We have things that we are trying to sell to our audience, to potential clients, so that we can keep our business sustainable and running, right? We all start out with a dream, but that dream is only compatible and works for us if we can make financial gains from it to live off of and feed our needs, and to be able to create the lifestyle that we want for ourselves. So I'm going to start out with a little bit of a story, and I'll give you some background um, knowledge around this, about why effective communication is so important, and things that you can do to help yourself effectively communicate your value offering. All right, so I just want to give a heads up to anyone out there, especially women that are potentially pregnant or are going to be pregnant or planning to have children. Just a little bit of a trigger warning. I'm going to talk about something traumatic that happened to me. So if you need to pause it, give yourself a minute, take a deep breath, go ahead and do that. So in 2020, I was pregnant and in February of 2020, I had my first daughter, Isabel, Izzy. She's my gem, light of my life. I had a very easy pregnancy. I went to a hospital. It was a learning hospital. I had heard good things. I was seeing midwives there. There was one thing that kind of put me off in the very beginning, I will say, is that they told me that midwives have shifts about eight hours at a time and that I might be seeing multiple midwives. Um, in my birthing experience. And I will tell you this now, I had a gut feeling that that maybe that wasn't the right experience for me. (laughs) 
And then I didn't re- really sit well with me that I only was able to be with somebody for eight hours because usually what I've experienced is that women can labor a lot longer than that. But I didn't listen to my gut then because I wasn't so cued in and tuned into my body. Anyways, no regrets here. This is all a learning experience. So I went through with this hospital, these midwives, and comes to be, I work all the way in my community health, and it's Friday, and I'm like, okay, I'm about to have two weeks off. This is going to be great. I'm going to watch all these uh, movies that a coworker put on a flash drive for me. This is going to be really fun. I'm going to rest. And then Saturday night rolls around. We go to a soup night um, where we hold a discussion around some kind of question that somebody asked at my uh, husband's aunt's house, which was super fun. And I'm putting my feet up on the couch because my legs are super swollen. But I had been to the the midwife earlier that week and they didn't say anything was wrong and they never mentioned some words I'm about to mention now. So it rolls into 1 a.m. that night and guess what happens when I go to the bathroom? My water breaks, which is breaks, which is very convenient because if you want your water to break anywhere, tile is a great place. So I call the hospital and we go in in the morning because they say you can just ride it out until morning. So around 8 or 9 a.m. in the morning, we go show up at the hospital and I have high blood pressure. So they immediately admit me. And I'm feeling really positive. I'm, you know, with my husband. (laughs) He suddenly whips a towel around him like he's a coach and has me doing circuits around this room. If anyone knows my husband, you will see a clear picture of this right now. So we're doing these exercises around the room, try to get labor going, and things are not really progressing, and the hours are ticking by, and one midwife turns into two midwives, and things start to become drastically worse. I become preeclamptic, and then suddenly I am also septic, which means probably I have been checked You know, they have to check your cervix so many times and bacteria got in there and I was becoming septic now, which is not great for somebody that is allergic to most antibiotics and uh, yeah, can't take most things. So I had to be put on a terrible, terrible antibiotic called vancomycin, which made me want to go crazy. Side note. Anyways, so that happens. Third midwife rolls around. It's like into the second day now starting to worry. Fourth midwife rolls around, okay? She's starting to really worry here. Things are not really progressing. I finally have an epidural by this time because my pregnancy is not really going as I thought it would. I'm having really erratic um, contractions. It's not really going smoothly. I'm, I'm fully effaced, but I'm not really dilated, which is crazy after almost two days. And so... The fourth midwife tells me I can push and she says baby is in position and I try with all my strength. Of course, I'm a fighter. Nothing happens. So she mentions C-section. And so immediately my thought goes to I'm going to die because one of my friends had recently had a C-section a few months before and she almost died and she lost her uterus. 
terrible with her first child in her early 30s. I just knew something then internally that something really bad was happening. And I called some people. I just had this really terrible feeling that something was going to happen to me. They wheeled me into the OR for the C-section and I could feel them poking me. And the doctor, the anesthesiologist on call immediately was like, we're putting her under right now. And at that point I was hyperventilating because I knew I was going to die. I just had this feeling. And he said, you have to breathe slowly. So it was in that moment where I really just accepted death. And side note, this is definitely part of my story of why Unbound Women is here, why my business is here. Because when you embrace death and you realize that's your only option and you come back like I came back, you just want to live life to its fullest and nothing is going to break you and you just become unstoppable. So this is the backstory. So I am now... And by the way, I spent 10 days in the hospital, but I recovered, had PTSD. That's another whole story in itself. I recovered and I am now 32 weeks pregnant a few years later in 2023. So I go to my OB's office. I check in. They don't report anything new to me. And they tell me to come back and it's a different door in the office. And I'm kind of curious. I'm like, huh, I even say out loud, oh, this is a different way in. I didn't know this was here. And then the nurse is a different nurse than I usually see. I go, huh, this is interesting, but I'm very polite and nice. And I feel like this very rushed energy from her. And I'm starting to feel my body feel a little bit out of sync Those are my first noticing when I was being weighed. And then she walks me into the office and she sits down and she starts talking really fast. And and that's my interpretation, but I think I was starting to get into a sense of fight or flight here. And she mentions, the only thing I really pick up on is she mentions a name that I don't recognize and it's another doctor. And I go, hey, wait a second, that's not my doctor. And instead of attuning to me and validating my experience and saying, oh, I didn't know that you didn't know that you were seeing somebody new today, she got, in my opinion, more defensive mechanism and said, oh, this is just what we do because your doctor is on vacation and it's policy that you see somebody else in case your doctor is not present for when you need your C-section. And my heart rate instantly started to jack up because I am experiencing now a trauma response. I hadn't been triggered in so long since this time. And suddenly I was starting to be transported back into time because to tell somebody like that who's experienced a life-threatening experience around a very important event like a c-section that their doctor's potentially not going to be around even though i logically know this is true and that can happen it's going to be okay my nervous system 
instantly went into fight or flight. And all I can do really at that point is nod. And then she asked me if we're going to be doing the um, glucose test today. And I was going to, but my body is now in protect mode. And so I have a part of me, a protective part, defensive, stubborn part that comes forward and says, nope, we're not doing this today. And she seems a little perturbed, but she hides it pretty well. And that's my just interpretation of it. And she says, okay, I'll let the doctor know. And so I'm just trying to breathe, trying to make sense of all this, trying to figure out what's going on. And the doctor comes in and she sits down and she tells me basically why my choice of not doing the glucose test um, is not going to be helpful and how dangerous that can be and goes into all the scientific facts about it. And I realize I cannot hear, I cannot interpret anything this woman is saying to me because I am stuck in my sympathetic nervous system. And when you are stuck in protect mode, you get very confused. You can actually attune to people's voices and it's really hard to understand and take in new information and learn new things. So what did I do? I practice interoception awareness, which is my body's internal messaging system. And I tuned into my body and I noticed, oh my gosh, my heart rate is jacked. My throat is starting to close up and I feel like I'm about to cry right now. I need to tell her this. That takes a lot of courage. That is a sea of self. That's who you are starting to emerge, come forward. And so I take a deep breath and I say, I need you to stop talking because I cannot understand anything you're saying right now. I am stuck in my fight or flight. And I said this as I started to choke back tears. It wasn't as eloquent as I'm saying it right now, but I said it in a clear enough way that she could hear me. And amazingly, this doctor stopped what she was doing. She looked at me. She got up and she asked, can I give you some lavender oil right now? And she went and got it for me. She put it on me and she just held space for me. And I was able to breathe, get back to a sense of regulation. I put a hand on my heart. It's what I often do. You can try this right now. And I just felt my beating heart. And I just let myself breathe. And my own vulnerability knocked down some walls for her so that we could attune to each other and there could be empathy in the room. And safe spaces were held. And I certainly felt safe in that moment. What could have been a very traumatic experience, re-traumatizing for me if she had decided to invalidate my experience or talk over me, it wasn't because she decided to actually listen and attune to what I was saying. And because of that, my needs were met. And it was actually an amazing experience because she then answered every question I had because it, I feel very triggered and threatened when I don't have all the information. And that's what started it all because it took me back to the past when vital information was withheld from me with the midwives when it all began. So how does this how does this relate to communication? Well, 
when we are in a dysregulated state, when we are either really hyper-focused, like in our hustle culture of that fight or flight, going, 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 or we're really disappointed, we're tuned out, we're feeling kind of desperate, sad, that we need to make something happen in that hypo state, which is our dorsal vagal vein, really shut down, we can't actually clearly connect with people. And people feel that because that's an energy and they're not going to be attracted to the dysregulation. It's going to be off-putting because it's going to potentially trigger something in them. And so to be an effective communicator, you need to access that sense of clarity. Clarity and who you are and what your purpose is, what your why is, what's your brand and what's your story. And what does your value have to offer this person? Why is it here and what are they going to get from it? Why are you selling it to them? Why have you connected with them? This is so important because we need this clarity and we need this connection, a second sea of self, to foster a safe and trusting relationship with our clients because it really always comes down to safety and connection, which is what I found in that OB's room, which changed and rewrote history for me. Life-changing stuff. So I am actually hosting a free challenge on March 21st that's going to be three days long. It's for a soul-powered survivor. (laughs) You like the game Survivor on the television show. We're going to Learn about outwitting, outlasting, and outplaying. Because let me tell you, this entrepreneurial roller coaster can feel insane. We choose to get onto it. Yes, it's a little bit of insanity for us. But it can be fun and it doesn't have to feel like we're going to throw up and vomit on this roller coaster. So if you want to gain a deeper understanding about your nervous system and how it affects your mindset, to create a resilient mindset and learn practical skills, tools to actually help you regulate your nervous system, cultivate some compassion for yourself, and do this with other like-minded entrepreneurial friends as well. We're going to be starting on March 21st, and I am so excited for this. This is for you if you want to learn how to be a better effective communicator because you're going to leave with more clarity. Have the confidence to attract the dream clients and just be connective and share with them who you are and what you stand for and the value you bring. Develop a more deep connective to self so that you can just enjoy what you're creating. Enjoy this life. I see so many of us, and this is what we're going to talk about, just adopting into the status quo that entrepreneurship has to be a hustle and that's so much the masculine energy and I'm here to tell you we're gonna tap into the feminine which is the internal realm and that is what I have built my entire business around because when I healed my internal world that was so built with chaos everything I learned like the business coaching marketing strategies Everything on the outside fell into place. So 
If you want to be part of this three-day challenge, it's going to be my last challenge before I go on maternity leave. I'm having a baby at the end of April, and we'll pick up again after that. It's going to be my last freebie before that. You want to join this challenge. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be three days long. We're going to show up in my Facebook group that's private. I'll be streaming also on Instagram. But if you sign up, you'll be part of the freebie that I'm giving away, which is usually money. And I mean, who couldn't want that? And we're just going to use, I'm going to teach you skills and we're going to practice actual somatic healing. So you walk away with this going, wow, there's going to be homework given to you that you can take actionable steps and see a difference in those three days of using the homework that I give you. So I hope that you took something away about from this episode about how to become more of an effective communicator, what it takes, and tuning back into the body and recognizing, hey, it's the key of your autonomic nervous system. I hope you have a wonderful day and we will chat soon. Mm-hmm.